Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Does getting what you want in your life feel really hard? It just feels painful. It feels like everything you have to work so hard to make it fall into place. If that is you, then I made this episode specifically with you in mind. Okay, so here's what we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about making things easy and how to get every single thing that you've ever dreamed of, that you've ever wanted in your life with ease. Because something people always tell me is how lucky I am that things always work out for me. But here's the reality is it's not luck. It's intention. It's the way I approach everything. So I'm truly an expert at getting everything that I want in my life. And I get what I want with ease. And at this point in my life, I really consider myself to be a master manifester. And I know there's so much cliche around the word manifestation. And especially here living in LA, I was at coffee the other day and these girls were talking and she's like, what are you manifesting right now? I'm like, no, that's not how I think about manifestation. It's not cliche. It's just a practice. It's a practice of calling in what you want with intention. It's a practice of getting into full alignment, getting really, really crystal clear. So what I want to offer you today is my specific process that you can apply no matter what it is, no matter how big, no matter how small. So that way you can have every step that you need to take and this is simple, to get everything you want in your life. So we're going to keep it easy today. And when we just think about the definition of ease as a whole, it really means achieved without great effort or presenting few difficulties. So I don't know about you, but I love when I don't have to kill myself and use all my energy to do something to get what I want in life. So if you're like me, when you want to get things with ease, let's have a conversation about how we're going to make that happen. And I want to open this up first by really talking about something that doesn't work. And so I noticed, and I'm curious to see if this happens for you too, when I try to force something to happen, that's when things never work out in my favor. That's when there's like all of these curveballs that hit me. It gets really painful. Like nothing I do works because I'm trying to force something to happen that either wasn't meant to be, the timing's off, and it just creates a lot of resistance. It creates a lot of doubt and insecurity and fear and icky feelings as I start to go through this process. So the more I try to force something versus just letting it naturally happen, the more painful the process is for me. So are you like that too? Have, has there ever been something you've really wanted just feels like every single step of the way is just like curveball, painful, didn't work. Here's a no. Here's another rejection. Here's another failure. If everything just blows up in your face, we're going to talk about doing it in a way to ensure that that doesn't continue to happen because I don't want you trying to go make the things that you want in your life become your reality and have it feel like ass. No, that's not how we do things here. Okay, so what I want to do today is I'm going to offer you a few different things. I want to share a few examples of times I have gotten things in my life that I've really, really wanted, and I've gotten them with complete ease, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I did that. Then I'm going to give you my three-step formula to help you make things easy, and I promise you, once you are able to do this, it is going to completely make the process so much more efficient. You're going to be using less energy. It's going to feel so much less painful because you're going to do things in a completely different way. 
And I also want to point out some specific indicators that show you that you're not leading with ease. So times where you might be making it more painful for yourself or getting in your own way of actually making what you want happen. So let's start with some stories because I there's times where I even blow my own damn mind when I look at the things that I've been able to make happen. And I really get irritated when people say it's luck. They're like, oh, you're such a lucky person. I'm like, I it's not luck because I had a very defined vision of what I wanted to do. And then I set out to do it and I was crystal clear. So of course it worked out for me because I started off with a very clear depiction of what I wanted to do. So the first example I want to give you is our house. So we bought a home almost 10 years ago. And it's so interesting because when I think about the first part of the process and how I shifted, this was one of the things that I was like, okay, I've really stepped into like becoming a master level manifester after this, because it was the complete, you know, juxtaposition of all craziness going on in this process. But once I just let it be easy, then everything fell into place. So we knew we wanted to buy a home. We, went, we were in the process of getting married. We knew that was the next step for us. And I really was very, very clear about what I wanted. Now, my husband, Mr. Soul Makeup, we were kind of on different pages in the beginning. Like we did, we weren't aligned on area. I wasn't necessarily sure I wanted to move from my beloved city that I lived in and, you know, go to suburbia. He was hundred percent dead set on being in suburbia because that's where his family was. And we knew when we had kids that that was where our support system was going to be. So he was really clear there, but we weren't on the same page. So the first step in that was really getting aligned. Right. So we were like, okay, we're most likely going to move to suburbia. I got on board after a lot of protesting and resistance, but finally I, I subscribed. So, so now we know where we want to live. And then I started thinking about what does my dream house look like? So I went on Pinterest. I had a field day with making a board that just outlined all of the details of my home. I wanted our backyard to look like an oasis that was just the dream for entertaining. I wanted there to be multiple waterfalls because let me tell you, if he was going to leave me or get me to leave my beautiful city and uproot me and take me to suburbia, I was going to have multiple waterfalls. That was a (laughs) non-negotiable. So I wanted palm trees. I wanted the pool to look like a lagoon. I wanted just an environment where I could see all of my family in that space. And I wanted nobody living behind us. I wanted a green space to where it just felt infinite. I was so clear on what I wanted this yard to look like. And then I started dreaming of what I wanted the inside to look like. So I wanted a closet that I could do cartwheels in because let me tell you, this girl, we we got a lot of stuff and I have five accessory stations now in my closet. You know, I, I got a lot of stuff and I really am into fashion. I'm really into beauty. So I needed a beautiful location to be the central hub to house all of my amazing things. And I knew I needed a bathtub that felt like a spa because in the apartments and condos I had lived in before, it's like, I don't know who they make these bathtubs for that cover you in like maybe three or four inches of water, but that that's what I had my whole entire life. And that's not what I wanted at this point. I wanted jets, the spa jets, right? And bubbles. And I wanted a separate shower and I wanted two bathrooms, one for Mr. Soul Makeup and one for me to where one could be my sanctuary. And then he could go, you know, shave and leave the chin hairs on the on the counter as he does, right? Just so it's that's a tip I recommend to anybody who's moving in together 
together, have separate bathrooms. It will make your life so much easier. A friend told me this and I didn't believe her. Now I totally, totally believe her because yeah, two separate spaces. So I also dreamed of having a very expansive view. I wanted five or six bedrooms. I wanted beautiful hardwood floors. I wanted details that felt very luxe and very opulent. I wanted a lot of light. Like I really got micro when it came to thinking about the details of what this home was going to look like and how I was going to feel when I lived in it. And then I would think about, okay, on Friday when I, you know, have my work week and I sit down, like, what do I want to feel like? Like, how do I want to spread out and get comfortable in my space? You know, what do I want the neighborhood to be like? Who do I want my neighbors to be like? This is so you know, intentional about every single detail. I wanted to feel like we lived in a neighborhood to where it almost felt like going back to the fifties where I would see families out playing, you know, the dad throwing the ball for his son after work or families walking together after they all get off work. And that was the community that I strive to be in. So when we first set out to look for this home, we were both aligned. We were both now on the same page. We were crystal clear of what we wanted. We knew the exact area that we wanted to live in because we wanted to be close to a freeway because at that point we were both commuting. And so as we started looking, there was, a, you know, we had this urgency and this is the interesting thing about getting what you want. And I'll talk a little bit more about this later is you can't rush manifestation. It's going to come to you at the exact time that it is meant to come to you. And this was my first big lesson in that because we started really pressuring ourselves and we had set a date that we wanted to pull the trigger because we wanted to, you know, my, my husband had to sell his condo. I had to give my notice that I was leaving. So we were really stringent upon timing. We were also getting married. So that logistically, there was a lot that went into the time of this and that created an immense amount of pressure. And all of a sudden the process started feeling terrible. And there was one point where I remember having a conversation with my husband and we were like, okay, maybe the homeownership isn't for us. Like nothing's working out. Maybe we should just let go of this dream and we'll just continue to rent, blah, blah, blah. Like just whatever. Like it, it was almost feeling like defeat in a way. And then part of me was like, no, you know what? I'm just going to let it go and I'm going to let it be. And something happened in me. And this was the first time I had experienced this happening on this deep of a level. Because I have a lot of examples of where that happened before. But this was just like the ultimate trust that the exact home that was meant for us was going to come with us or come to us. I wasn't going to have to do anything to find it. So I just let it go. And I didn't think about it. A couple of months went past. And all of a sudden, our realtor messaged me and it was, I want to say like late in the evening. And she's like, okay, I think I found the house. And I opened up the listing. And with the first, I want to say two or three pictures, I instantly knew that was our house. I didn't care what had to happen. I knew that was our house. And so I told her, I said, what needs, what's the next step? And she said, okay, if you're really serious about this, you guys need to get pre-approved tonight. It is going, the listing's not even up yet. It's going to be really intense when it does go up. I foresee this, this home going into a bidding war. So you need to get on it right now. We don't have any time to waste. And so that night we stayed up really late. We got all of our documents in order. And within 24 hours, we were pre-approved. We had everything, all of our ducks in a row. We went and saw the home and we were ready to make an offer. And it was so insane because when I walked into the house, it was the exact house that I had envisioned down to the details, down to the crown molding being so just luxe and exactly me. And there's like these fabulous gold door handles, like literally every, I get chills thinking about it, but this was the dream that I had had for so long. I'd spent so long getting crystal, crystal, crystal clear here. So when I walked in, of course I knew it was my house. When I saw the pictures, of course I knew it was my house because I had already dreamed about what I wanted. And it was so interesting because when we offered, 
I, we did get into a bidding war. And at that time it was just my husband and I, and we got into a bidding war with a family. And part of me was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. Like there's all this space in this home, you know, it's almost 3000 square feet and it should be going to a family. But yet there was the other part of me that was like, no, I'm going to fight to the death for this. So we decided to put in our offer and something told me to go in a little bit low. And I don't know why I just had this intuitive pull. I trusted it. And our offer was accepted, even though the other family had bid higher, but our paperwork was cleaner. Our They trusted us as the buyer. They wanted us in the home. So they selected us over the other family, even though our offer was lower and all of the other things, you know, it was just so crazy how everything so magically just fell into place, but it wasn't magic. We had aligned to this. We had worked towards this. We were ready. We took the action to be the right people to live in that home. All of our ducks were in a row. Everything was buttoned up. So of course the house came to us with ease, right? So even though there was that resistance in the beginning because we were trying to force it. So notice how when you try to force things, it feels painful and it doesn't work out. When we just let it go and leaned into trust that it was going to come to us at the exact moment, it did. So another area where I have gotten what I've wanted with ease, this happens all the time for me when it comes to vacations. So there was a summer where I had this vision. I wanted to take this really luxe trip to Mexico. I had this whole entire vision in mind. I wanted to stay at a beautiful luxury resort. I didn't want to lift a finger. I just wanted it to be on a beach with this very distinct aqua water. I had the exact image of what the beach was in mind. But here's the thing is I wanted to take this luxury trip, but I didn't want to pay a luxury price. I wanted to pay a budget price. Like I wanted to pay a three-star hotel price. I wanted to go for five days and four nights. And for the flight and the hotel, I wanted to pay $500 per person. So for Mexico, a lot of the travel is all-inclusive. So we, you know, I love all-inclusive because then everything's there. You don't have to leave the resort. It's great. So, but $500 for a luxury resort, for that many days and flight. I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty aggressive. <laughs> like, that's not a typical price that you would find for the type of resort I was envisioning plus the flight and that many days. So I told my husband about this and he just laughed at me. He's like, Oh yeah, you go, go have that dream. Good luck. And so it was interesting. I, I want to say once again, a couple months had gone past. I wasn't on a timeline to book this, but I just kept feeding vision into this vacation. And I really was attached to this image in my head about what this beach looked like. And I pictured myself in my bikini. I had just gotten all fit. I was going to be laying in this cabana and people were going to be coming and bringing me, you know, fabulous virgin pina coladas. I don't know. So I just kept dreaming about what it was going to be like to lay on this beach, what this beach was going to look like, the view from our hotel room, how I wanted the aesthetics of the hotel to be. I wanted it to be very contemporary and modern. I saw myself in a lot of white, you know, the, the location being a lot of white, having mirrors, all of this. So I got really, really clear. And I was answering an email and all of a sudden this ad popped up in the side of the email. And it was the exact beach that I had been seeing in my head. And it said, travel, you know, um, so like book your travel now, tra summer prices, uh, find your travel deals. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it was through cheapcaribbean.com. And so I click on the thing. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. I was like, oh my God, like that's really nice. This is the exact hotel I've been, you know, envisioning. And this is the beach. Like, this is the beach. And I started getting really excited. And so in my head, I was like, I wonder what the price is. Like, could I get this for $500? So a thousand dollar vacation for five days with flights, with, you know, at a luxury resort, with all of our food, with everything. And so I looked and <laughs> It was so funny because it originally came up for $900 per person. And in my head, I was like, that's still a pretty good deal. But then I was like, nah, I can do better. So 
I found that a lot of times, and I've traveled a lot, so I see that if you close and you refresh or you look at it at a different time, it's going to be a different price. That's, you know, how this stuff works online. So I open it again a little bit later and the price had dropped by $200. So now it's $700. And in my head, I was like, no, I think I can still do better in that than that. So I, you know, I go to close my browser and all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, let me just refresh it one more time. So now the price goes down to $600 and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I should book it. Like, I know I wanted $500, $600. That's a really good deal. Like, this is crazy. So I go to book it and my browser crashes and I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, this is crazy. Like, oh. And so I go back and it was $700. And then when I went to open it again and I'm like, oh no, I missed my opportunity. That sucks. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'm just going to close it. Whatever. I'll trust. So I hear my email ding and all of a sudden, there's a promo code for for this website for Cheap Caribbean. And it was like, don't uh, don't miss out on your vacation. Here's $100 off. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. If it was $700 and then I use the promo code, okay, let's check this out. So I open my browser back up and I look and it's at $600. And I'm like, oh my God, I have a $100 promo code. So the price went down another $100 and now I have a $100 promo code off. So I'm going to get my exact vacation that I've been dreaming of for the exact price that I wanted to get it for. So I didn't even hesitate. I grabbed my card, I booked that, and then here I come going to celebrate to Mr. Soul Makeup. And he's like, how do you do these things? I'm like, because I just believe and I trust and I let it be. So then let me tell you about when I got my job at Estee Lauder. This was the craziest thing of events or turn of events. So ever since I was a little girl, my dream job was to work for Estee Lauder. And I never, I just always knew in my core it was going to happen. Didn't know how, didn't care, but I just always knew that that was going to be a place where I worked. And so I, at the time, was working for the company Orly. I knew I wanted to leave. And I had seen a listing for a job that was at Estee Lauder for one of the brands. It was for Smashbox. And I was just thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of wild. Like, what if I actually went for that? This is what I wanted. Like, and all of a sudden here comes the fear. And it was just like, oh God, like you're really going to do this. So I just reached out to a friend who I knew had worked with my previous boss. And so she, within a matter of minutes, like, and mind you, I had been picturing myself in this role. I pictured what I was going to wear on my first interview. I pictured all the places I was going to go because I knew they had facilities all across the world. So I had spent a lot of time, you know, putting vision into who I was going to be when I actually worked for Estee Lauder. So now I'd reached out to my friend and told her that I was thinking of applying and all of a sudden it, in this turn of events, it happened so fast. She had emailed my, you know, then to be boss, made an email introduction. The, my, the, my boss to be had emailed me saying, can you please come in urgently for an interview? We've been through all these candidates. Like you're the exact type of person that we wanted, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, like I literally just said, I'm thinking about applying. And now here it is. What are you going to do, Elise? Like, this is the exact opportunity. It's staring you straight in the face. You going to woman up and, and step into your dream? Or are you going to let this fear take you over and let this pass? And obviously I didn't. I stepped up and I had to interview with so many people to get that job. I had to go multiple days. Like I feel like I interviewed with every single person at Smashbox to get, to get hired, but they had been through so many candidates and then they ended up choosing me. But it was not a coincidence because once again, I had been preparing my whole entire life feeding that dream to be the woman that had that job. And then I got it and it was incredible.
So the last thing that I want to share with you about my master manifesting abilities is actually a very recent one. And this one, I have to say, is my biggest and most exciting manifestation of the year. And we just hired a nanny. So, hey, I can breathe. She's coming two days a week. And for 12 hours a week, I finally have support with Micah. And I am so freaking excited about this. And who it is, is no coincidence because I have been dreaming of her for a very long time. Even before I had my baby, I knew that this was the person who I wanted to be responsible for our baby. So let me tell you, I, she's not just a nanny. I have decided to give her the title of head of child, de- child development because she is so much more than a nanny. And I want her to have a title where she feels like she can puff herself up, that she can grow into, that she can be a head of our household because she is going to be one of the most influential people in Micah's early life. She is going to be teaching him things that I have never taught. I'd never be able to teach him. She has her degree in child development for goodness sakes, right? So she is so much more than a nanny to us. So here's how this all came about. So I have a massive family. I married into a huge, huge, huge family. And there are so many amazing people in my family and so much support. But there is one person in particular. It's my cousin's daughter. And I knew that I wanted her to be the one to watch Micah. And so, like I said, she had already been nannying. She has her degree. This is what she wanted to do her whole entire life. She's incredible with children. I just watch her with kids and I'm like, oh, that's how I want to be with my kid, you know? And I saw how she was with Micah in the very beginning. And so at the time she was working for a family that she was so happy with. And I just kept telling my husband, I'm like, how can we steal her? Like what needs to happen (laughs) for us to steal her? And so I kept, you know, joking with her and I'm like, so when are you going to come work? for us. And she's like, no, I'm so happy where I'm at. I'm like, okay, well, like, how can you be miserable? So you can come work for us. And I just kept saying, like, I want it to be her. And so I kept feeding so much belief into this dream. I kept praying for her. I kept just, you know, kind of secretly hoping like something wasn't going to work out with her current family. So then she could come to us. And so it was interesting because I had this influx of new clients come in and it was really the point where I needed commitment when it came to coverage. I couldn't just continue to ask this auntie to do this day and my mom to fill it on this day. Like it was really a lot of logistics trying to get, you know, patchy coverage for people to watch Micah. And I'm like, okay, I've got a schedule. I need support. I need dedicated support every single week. So I decided to make a commitment. I threw it out into the universe and I said, all right, universe, I'm ready to solve this problem. Bring me my person. You know who I want and let this be easy. And I just let it go. And I literally just washed my hands of the situation. I just said my prayer. I put it out there. And what's interesting is I really focused on the ease part. And so in that first week, two people came to me, one who was in our family who was able to babysit and then another friend's nanny who had come and was able to fill in, but they weren't available on the days where I needed them. So in my head, I was like, okay, well, that's great. I have two resources, but I really, you know who I want. And no joke, the week before one of my new clients was supposed to start, I get a message from my dream person. And she says, hey, are you still looking for a nanny? And in my gut, I 100% knew without a shadow of a doubt that she was asking for herself. And so I played it cool. And I was like, why do you know somebody? And in my head, I'm like, I already know it's you. And so she wrote back and essentially her family that she was working for asked her to move in and be full time a live-in nanny. And she didn't want to do that. So she asked if we were still open. 
And I said, yes, but here's the deal is I can only offer you part time. Is that okay? And she's like, that is perfect because I'm, I'm looking to work on my own health and wellness business. So absolutely. Yes. When can I start? And I was like, um, is next week too early? She's like, no, that is absolutely perfect. So I just let it be easy. I got so crystal clear on who I wanted, why I wanted her, when I wanted her. And she came to me at the exact moment. She started literally two days ago and I already feel like my life is a hundred percent better. So look what happens when you get to be in a place where you just allow things to be be easy. You get your dream home, you get your dream vacations, you get your dream jobs, and you get your dream support team. It can be that easy for you too. So here is the three-step formula that I want to offer you to allow anything that you want in your life to be easy because it really comes down to these three fundamental things. Okay, step one is you've got to get clear. So what do you want to do and why. And the most important thing is the why. Because your why is your truth. So why did I want this house? Because I wanted to have a beautiful space that was mine that I could grow into, that I could entertain and have my family in. Why did I want to go on that trip to Mexico? Because I wanted a luxury experience where I could let my hair down and I could relax and I could be pampered at a spa. Why did I want to work at Estee Lauder? Because that was my dream ever since I was a little girl to help create products for women to feel beautiful at this corporate giant who I loved and looked up to. I always followed Estee Lauder's work. I wanted to be like her, right? And then when I think about having our now head of child development, why did I want her? Because I knew that was the best person in the world to care for my son beyond me and my husband, right? So the why for me is always so important because that is your foundation. That is why you're doing what you're doing. And to me, where I see people minimize themselves or get lost is they feel like their why is stupid, but there is no why that is stupid. You can want something just to want something. You can want something because it's going to make your life better. It doesn't matter. That's yours. Your why is yours. So don't ever let somebody feel like your why is wrong because it's yours. So what do you want to do and why? So when you are clear, I want you to think about even if this, if you were to put a movie together of your own reality, what would that look like? What would it feel like? You know, who, who is involved in this, right? I think that getting clear here and getting all of the details ironed out and just sitting and painting your vision towards what that life looks like is so key. Because I will tell you with all four of those examples that I, that I offered you, I spent a lot of time dreaming about it. And people as adults is like, oh, dreaming is a waste of time. No, it is one of the most valuable ways that you can ever spend your time. And I will get lost in my dream life and the big things that I'm working on. And now I have a whole new set of dreams that I'm working on. And I just feed those dreams as if my life depended on it because it does. My happiness, my joy, my fulfillment depends on it. So why would I not see that as a valuable use of my time to spend time feeding my dreams? It's such a beautiful thing to give yourself the clarity of what you really want and why, and then not question it and not shame yourself for it and not say it's too crazy or judge it or think, oh God, what would they think if I really admitted out loud that I wanted this? No, let it be yours. Let yourself get clear and start becoming 100% into alignment with what it is that you want to do and why. Okay. So step two is bringing it into the alignment, right? So first you're going to get clear. Step two is getting aligned. So how you get into alignment is it really comes down to two things. So you need to think about who do I need to be to do this thing? And how do I want to feel as I do it? Because I'm guessing you probably don't want to feel pressured and you don't want to feel stressed and you don't want to feel insecure. So who do you want to be instead? If it was the most confident you who is making her dream a reality, how would she show up every single day? 
What would she be doing and not doing? Write that down for yourself. So the version of me who makes her dreams a reality does not waste time scrolling on social media. Instead, she's figuring out how she can become a homeowner. She's watching videos on YouTube. She's getting pre-approved. She's getting her finances in order. She's making sure her credit is under control, whatever it might be, right? Who do you need to be as a woman to step into the you whose dream is your reality? That is one of the most valuable exercises you can ever do in your life is creating that vision for yourself of, you know, grounded in the why, right? So what do I want to do and why? And who do I need to be? And how do I need to feel to make it happen? Because a lot of us, when let's say you have a dream of being super fit, but you are the person who doesn't have good eating habits. You don't really take good care of yourself. You never work out. Well, guess what? You're not going to be the person who's fit because everything that you're doing and who you're being doesn't align with the goal that you have and the dream that you have. So what you need to think about is, okay, if I was the person that was fit, I would be taking really good care of my body and I would be eating nutritious foods and I'd be hiking and maybe I would do a spin class once a week and I would go jog with a friend or you know run at the beach, whatever it might be. So some change fundamentally is going to need to happen for you to come into alignment and become the woman who makes her dreams her reality. So what is that for you? And how do you want to feel as you set out to leading into step three, take action? Okay, so step one is get clear. Step two is get aligned. Step three is to get into action. So as I talk about so much on this podcast, your confidence is built in the space of taking action and doing the thing that you want to do. But what I don't want you to get stuck on is waiting to feel confident to get started because that's where a lot of us get into trouble. We think, oh, well, if I want to be the person that's fit, well, I want to feel confident about myself and I'm really embarrassed how I look right now to go to the gym. So maybe I'll, I'll work on myself at home first. And then when I feel good enough, then I'll go to the gym. No, just go to the gym and deal with the discomfort of maybe somebody staring at you as you jiggle, as you get onto the elliptical for the first time, literally nobody is going to be going home thinking, Oh, I saw this person's stomach jiggle while she was on the elliptical. If they are, they're an asshole and need to do better things with their day. Right? So don't worry about that. I just want you to think about what is one micro step today that I can take to get into action to do the thing that I want to do. So let's say maybe you have a vision of going on a dream vacation too. Okay, well open up where, uh, uh, you know, if it's you want to go to the Caribbean or you want to go to Mexico, open up Cheap Caribbean and just see what deals there are. You never know. Maybe subscribe to their email list so that way the deals come to you. You don't even have to think about it. Maybe if you want to be the person buys the home, then meet with a realtor and just get everything, all of your ducks in a row. So that way you need, you know what needs to happen to make that dream your reality. So start taking one step and it can be so micro. It doesn't have to be figuring every single thing out for the rest of your life and getting all of your goals into alignment. It can literally be one micro step. So I want you to know that letting things be easy, it requires three things from you. And one, It's the belief that it's going to happen. So feeding that belief like your life depends on it and feeding that vision of what what life will be like once you have the thing that you want. So when you buy the house and you're, you know, like I said, what, how I spent time thinking about on a Friday night, what my life is going to be like when I have my family surrounding me and we're watching our favorite show and we order something from Uber Eats and it comes straight to our door, like getting that micro with it and thinking about how your life is going to be better on the other side of this, like spending time as the person who has the thing that she wants, you're going to get so crystal clear there. And then all of a sudden your brain's just going to be like, oh yeah, that's inevitable. Yeah, we're doing that. That's I've already fed so much belief into that. Of course it's happening. And you're going to be shifting and you're not even going to realize that it's happening. It's such a beautiful thing when you don't have to try. So 
I think the first step here is believing that it's going to happen, believing in the impossible, even when your brain tells you that your dream is too big, that your dream is too crazy, whatever it says. You want to always feed belief that it can happen, that it's possible. The second thing it's going to require from you is trust that everything will happen exactly as it's supposed to. So not doubting the timing, not getting into a space where you're like, oh God, I don't know if I could actually do that. And then minimizing yourself or letting other people get in your head and tell you that your dream is too crazy and that, oh God, what if you fail? And what if this person judges you? And oh God, Aunt Sally's going to tell you that you shouldn't do that at least whatever you know like trusting that everything is going to happen exactly as it's supposed to because that's going to release the pressure valve and then you're going to be just letting things happen organically you're not going to be forcing anything you're not going to be in a space where you're like timelining out like what we tried to do with our house in the beginning you're not going to be saying oh it has to happen by this date you're just going to trust that that manifestation is going to unfold perfectly in the exact timing that it's supposed to and it's going to feel so easy And number three, the thing that it's going to require of you is space to let it happen naturally. So you don't want to put yourself into a box when it comes to allowing things to unfold naturally, because guess what? Here we are creating more pressure when we're trying to force. So there's some indicators that are going to show you that you are not leading with ease. So you want to be very mindful. So if your brain is telling you, I'm trying so hard and you're feeling all of this resistance, here's what I want to offer you with that mindset. You're either doing it or you're not. And a recent, this just recently happened with a client. She messaged me about something that she was going through and she's like, Elise, I'm trying so hard. And I was like, stop trying. And this blew her mind. She's like, what do you mean? Stop trying. I'm like, well, one, you're either doing it or you're not. So either you need to give yourself credit for what you're doing or, or quit. If it's too much, then stop trying. Because when we have a mindset of trying, for a lot of us, we use that to a disadvantage. And now it's like, but I tried all the things. And it's like almost a victim-y type of way of approaching it. So instead, look at all the things that you are doing and then see what else you need to do to make it happen. So see what else needs to be learned. Like where else you need to grow? Where else you need to discover? Versus just saying like, oh, but I tried so much and it's not working. Okay, well, what do you need to do to make it work? You know, instead of just saying like it's not working, like get in the driver's seat of your life and do what you need to do to allow yourself to actually have an attempt at making this happen. Okay. So the next thing is an, as an indicator to show that you're not leading with ease is you're living in the mindset of trying to force it. So when you are trying to force something, that's only going to create pressure. And the only good thing that has ever come out of pressure is diamonds. Okay. (laughs) So we don't want you creating from pressure ever anywhere in your life. It never feels good. There's always going to be so much dread that comes along with it. It's not going to be a fun process when we're leading with pressure. So if you're constantly in a space where you're trying to force everything to fall into place, let go. And for those of you that are control freaks, that's going to be your growth is making sure that you are allowing yourself to feel safe, taking your foot off the gas, allowing yourself to let go of the reins and just trust that every single thing is going to fall into place exactly as it's supposed to. And once you learn how to do that, oh my God, so much more good is going to come into your life. That's when you get into a space of invincibility because you just know no matter what it is that you're trying to do, it's just going to happen because you trust that it's going to happen and you believe in what you're doing and you're allowing the space for it to happen. 
And the next thing that is an indicator that you're not allowing yourself to lead with ease is you're timelining it. So if you want to feel stressed, amazing, timeline yourself, right? So there was a point in my life where I really had this core belief that I had to be engaged by the time I was 30. And so I, my poor husband, my poor husband, like I'm sending past him so much love for what I put this poor guy through. The fact that he still married me after just the pressure and how I timelined him is a miracle all all in itself. But I told him I had to be engaged by the time I was 30. And little did I know he was planning the engagement of a lifetime a week before my 30th birthday. So as all of this now, once again, trying to force it and feel like I'm trying so hard to make it happen, here comes all this pressure. And I know I'm a couple days away from my 30th birthday and he loves to keep things a surprise. I'm a surprise killer. So I'm like, he's not going to do it. And this poor guy, like little did I know that it was actually all happening. He was planning it for months ahead of time. But here I am, trying to timeline it out, trying to be the control freak, trying to make it happen, trying to force everything. And it happened beautifully. And I almost got in the way of the whole entire thing. And my whole dream that I wanted to happen that was happening behind the scenes, I could have ruined it, right? So I want to think, I want you to think about anytime you are getting in your own way of your dream becoming a reality, why? Why are we doing this to ourselves, right? I know from so much experience, I've done this to myself so many times. So let me save you the the stress and the headache and just don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The last indicator that you aren't leading with ease is you are doubting and questioning everything. So the story that's going on in your mind is you're telling yourself, oh, it's not working. You're questioning, is this ever going to happen? So if you get into that space, I want you to ask yourself and really look into what am I thinking that is keeping me from having what I want? Where am I blocking myself from having what I want? So let's use the example of when I bought my house. So if I was thinking, oh, I'm not the type of person who could ever own a home. It's so expensive to buy in LA. You know, I, oh, I'm not living in suburbia. I can never be happy there. Like, of course, that's going to block me from having what I want. You know, when I go to the example about my dream luxury Mexico vacation, if I would have thought to myself, oh, $500 for that experience, yeah, that would never happen. That dream would have been dead in the water versus me just saying like, oh, let's play with this. Let's experiment. When you're experimenting, you can never fail because it's just an experiment. You're just gathering data. So I want you to think about any way that you're standing in your way of letting it be easy, from blocking yourself from having what you want, from convincing yourself that what you're doing isn't working, and instead shift into evidence of all the ways it is working. Maybe it could be as simple as, you know what, I got out of bed and I did one thing today to, to research this. It's working. I'm doing it. Because guess what? That one step is going to lead to two, that's going to lead to 10, that's going to lead to 100. And next thing you know, your dream's going to be your reality with ease. But when you're sitting there questioning it and convincing yourself, I'm doing all these things and I'm trying so hard and I'm trying to make it happen and it's not happening by this date and it's not working. Is it ever going to happen for me? Horrible way to feel as you embark upon making something that you dream of so much a reality. Okay. So these are your ways to let it be easy. So step one is you're going to get clear. Step two is you're going to get aligned. And step three is you're going to get into action. And you're going to feed this plan by belief, right? You're going to feed it with belief. You're going to feed it with trust. You're going to feed it with space. And you're going to know you don't have to try to make anything happen. You don't have to force anything. You don't have to have a timeline for this. You don't have to question anything. You just need to get clear on what you want. And then you need to trust that it is happening exactly as it meant to, as it's meant to. And you need to do the work to be the woman who has her dream as her reality. Okay, deal. Are you going to let things be easy for yourself or are you going to continue to get in your own way? Oh, you're going to let it be easy? Amazing. Get to work, my friends. Oh, hey. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.